the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with the grand prize of $1,000. Look, join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes in Best Ball Mania 4. Use co- promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy and for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That is code SGPN at UnderdogFantasy.com. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they just bet $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code SGP. We're also brought to you by our college football bankroll challenge up to $3,000. Up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. Yes, sir. I'm back. I am back. I am here on the NBA Gambling Podcast. You know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really real villain, real Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. Tell him to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And look, so there's been a number of things that have happened since I've last been on the show. Uh, apparently, Daryl Morey is a liar and should never be trusted. Uh, that happened. Uh, Dylan Brooks is not in the China League, as everybody wanted to make it seem as he was going. That happened. He actually got a bag. Fred Van Fleet got a bag. The Rockets are uh, putting together a team of... Unwanted. It's a, it's a team. Say. It's a, a team, team of unwanted. Yeah. A team of unwanted. Yeah. We have here, uh, what else happened? John Morant, 25 game suspension for a lighter. That is that, like, that's got to be the worst suspension ever. I, I don't think anybody's gotten anything worse for something least, but you know, it is what it is. John Morant, 25 games for a lighter. And uh, apparently, that there's some other team out there in the world that if they went toe to toe with the Denver Nuggets, they would beat them. Apparently, I, I didn't know this, but this is news to me. But apparently, the NBA champions are no longer world champions because the NBA is not the best league in the nation where everybody around the world comes to play. And apparently, the NBA is only a national championship, although the NBA has a team in Toronto, Canada. So somehow it's a national championship, but there's a team in Canada. Don't know how that makes much sense either, but a lot has happened since I tra- – this is what happens when I leave the NBA show. This is what happens. When I when I take a step back from the NBA show, let everybody else go do shows, all of that, everything just goes to hell. And it, it's absolutely insane here. There is so many storylines across the NBA, but we're not here to talk about NBA. We're here to talk about FIBA basketball here. The round of 16 going on, and we have a star-studded cast to break it all down. Got my guy, Scott Studio, right, Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. 
Overall, can't complain. Definitely looking forward to some actual games to talk about on the show. No offense to the division previews, but it is nice to see actual basketball being played. Or I should say, seeing highlights of basketball being played because I'm up very late, but these games are at like 5 or 6 in the morning. I'm usually sleeping at this point, but it's been a pretty fun tournament so far. You had one shock, so to speak, for a team that did not make it out of the group stage. Shout out to Fournier and Gobert, but... For the most part, it's been chalky, which is what we expected. That's usually what happens in international basketball. USA looks really good. Canada looks really good. And I feel like those are the main two teams, and those are the main two teams we were expecting going in. So overall, not exactly surprised by much. Been a fun tournament so far, though. Yeah, you're just not going to sell me on this team. Like, whoever winning this tournament being world champions, you're not going to sell me on that when Carly Jones is out here averaging 30 per game. I, I, I just don't know what to say. No disrespect to Carly, but I, I no mean, he couldn't. Rondé. Hollis he, Jefferson's putting in that work, man. It, it, it's just, I, I'm supposed to respect this. I don't know how I'm supposed to respect this as world champions. These are not world champions. These are fake world champions. The world champions are in the NBA. <laughs> oh, man. Delonte Smith, the nerd. Delonte Smith. Delonte, what's going on? What's up? <laughs> what's up, bro? Uh, doing good. Um, hopefully, I just want to um, pronounce some of these guys' names right um, and, and get some of these things right. Maybe Scott can help me. He's got the tennis background. But, yeah, looking forward to it. I've heard a lot of European names over the years. I'm not going to talk about anybody that I don't know how to pronounce their name. Just not (laughs) that they don't exist in my mindset, which is majority of the field here because (laughs) we're not going to break down every game. But I went through and as somebody from the outside looking in of this tournament, I picked four games that I thought stuck out to me. And by I thought stuck out to me means I'm pretty sure I can name about two players on each of the teams in here. So we can absolutely do that. We're going to kick things off really quick with the home team. This should be fast. I, I don't think that this should be long at all, but the U.S. is playing Montenegro. Hey, that, I, the, the thought, you know, the Montenegro game all the way back in the day, like that's always in Monte Carlo. I don't know. It was Monty something, whatever. Wherever Jordan and all of them had that crazy pickup basketball game. Uh, Pretty sure that, that was Monte Carlo. Oh, was it Monte Carlo? Okay, well, it it might have been Monte Carlo. Either way, U.S. minus – is it really only 25? Is that that the actual line or is that like an overnight line? Is it really 25? I think it's 25. That's what I see on DraftKings. I I thought it would have been like 30-something. All right, yeah. All these lines Uh, I got were on DraftKings. So, U.S., 25-point favorites here. 162 is the total now. It was 161.5. I see 162 here on DraftKings. Are you sure that's not 181 and a half? I mean 182. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. 182. I'm saying I'm still in WNBA mode. You already know what's going on. Anthony Edwards has been the star of the US team thus far with you could probably throw in a bunch of people who's been playing really good for that second spot. Austin Reeves been playing well. Jalen Brunson has been playing well. Jaron Jackson Jr. been playing really well on both sides of the ball. Uh, I, I'm going to go to Delonte here first because you do have Nikola Vucevic on the other side of the ball here. Is there any concern for Team USA in the first game of the round of 16? Yeah, not really. I mean, Montenegro, they don't have a lot of depth. Um, Vucevic is their only NBA player. They got a seven-footer, Samanovic, who played two seasons with the Bulls um, and Vucevic. But 
I'm not sure if uh, if it'll be enough. I mean, their guards are pretty small. Um, so USA's guards and the depth that they have, I mean, should just blow these guys out of the water. I, I would look, you know, first uh, first half and full game, probably want to split a unit there. Um, they went two and one in group stage. They beat Mexico and Egypt, lost to Lithuania. So, I mean, it's just not a lot there for them. I mean, outside of Vucevic, who is – he's been really good. I mean, 21-7 and two blocks, 58% from the field, 50% from deep. Um, I mean, Kendrick Perry, 13.3 points a game. He's okay, but, again, I think USA will overwhelm him here. It should be, it should be pretty easy if they come out and, and, and they're locked in. Scott, I'm over here playing around with the number on DraftKings, and you know DraftKings has the alternate spread slider. How do I not just slide this all the way over for Team USA for as much plus money as I can get? I think Team USA buries them. So I guess the question is how much do you think they're going to take their foot off the gas in the second half, which is kind of a rhetorical question because every bench player is better than Montenegro's entire starting lineup. I'm not sure if that actually matters. I think Team USA wins this game by 35 plus uh, group stage. Once again, once you win the first two games, usually you're just set. So at the end of the day, these are now winner go home games. So team USA is not going to overlook anybody, or at least they shouldn't, but to go through the margins of victory here, team USA beat New Zealand by 27. They beat Greece by 28 and they beat Jordan by 48. Now Montenegro, as Lante mentioned before, beat Mexico by 20, beat Egypt by 15, Played Lithuania, who's a solid team in general. I know that uh, Valanciunas has been very solid so far for them in this tournament. They lost by 20. If you're losing by 20 to Lithuania, you're losing to Team USA by 30. It's just going to happen. Give me Team USA <laughs> minus 25. Minus 25. There's really not much more to add there. Yeah, they gave I... 91 to Lithuania. Like they really might give up 105 in this game or more, but. Once I feel like you can agree with that. If you lose by 20 to the first half-decent team you face, and now you're against the best international team, you're probably going to get buried. So I think Team USA wins by 30. I mean, that's pretty much where I had this handicap going in Team USA, and I was actually going to just go ahead and go over to the total because it's clear we're on the spread, but... Team USA total points is 103 and a half. You put it on the mark. 105 is about where I had these two teams at. Minus 110 for that 103 and a half. I, I just think even pulling, like you can only pull, you you got to play five people anyway. And the five You're better than everybody bottom else, of the bench. Montenegro. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's not even going to be close. I think that Team USA is easily over this 103 and a half. So that is the play for me. Uh, before we get into the player props for Team USA, because I'm sure everybody's got something to throw out there, College Football Bankroll Challenge is here, and guess what? It's free to enter. It's a season-long contest. $1,000 to first place and $500 to second place. But guess what? That's not it. Because if you're a patron member at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patron, then your prize is double. So if you win $2,000 to first place, a thousand dollars a second place. Who's doing that? Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or the click the link in the app and go to the app, click the link in the app, and you'll be able to do that as well. If you don't have the app, sg.pn slash app for our college football bankroll challenge. We're also brought to you by DraftKings, where you can put five dollars down on any college football bet and you get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. And I'm telling you right now. I'm going home. It's a number of home dogs this weekend in week zero. And one home dog that's kind of stuck out is San Jose State. 
catching 16 and a half at home versus Oregon State. San Jose State won, making a, I mean, the Pac 12 needs players. They need teams. They need them in the worst of ways. I think it's three teams left in the Pac 12. So this is also not only a trial for San Jose State where they're saying, hey, we can compete with this Oregon State team, but come on, it's DJ Ukulele. Ukulele, like ukulele's over there as QB. I I wasn't a big fan of ukulele at. Uh, I think was a Clemson. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we got the we got the instrument, the instrument at quarterback. I think he's gonna have a little bit rougher of a go. But hey, be careful because those Clemson quarterbacks did really really good in week zero. I'm fating that they can't go. Everybody can't be good after leaving Clemson. Ukulele struggles. San Jose State covers 16 and a half, $5, and you get $200 before the game's even over. Bonus bets, $200 in bonus bets before the game's even over. So super easy. DraftKings Sportsbook, use code SGP. Gambling problem? Call Wayne 100 Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. State-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All right, here for this Team USA game, player props. Scott, what do you like? So I feel like most people are going to automatically look at Anthony Edwards because he's been the main catalyst for the offense. And I know he had 20-plus points last game. He might be in line once again for another solid performance. It's really tricky, though, at Team USA, besides looking at Edwards and even Austin Reeves, who's been very good so far this uh, tournament. But Uh I do kind of wonder, once again, when you're looking at trying to pivot off of the main guys for Team USA, Boncaro at eight and a half feels about right. He's kind of topped out at eight for most of these games besides the opener. So I am kind of leaning to the under on him. Halliburton, I'm tempted by the over and assists because I know how good of a facilitator he is. He might add a little bit of no-look flair to every pass for no reason, but he gets the assist for him every time. But the point (laughs) is, I do think we're looking at the overall points numbers for this. You're looking at Edwards at 16.5. That feels a little bit low. You have Reeves at 10.5. That also feels a little bit low because he's actually been doing well scoring the ball. I'm just going to stick with what's worked so far, taking Edwards to have a big game and kind of looking at the low numbers for the bench players and not being fully tempted by the over because Boncaro and these other role players on this team have not exactly embraced being that big of a scoring punch there. I'm going to lean to some of the guys under, but I do like Edwards over 16.5, and and I am going to lean to Reeves over 10.5. 10.5 for Reeves does feel pretty short for a guy who's been arguably the second-best player on the team this entire tournament. All right. Lance, what you got? Yeah, I agree with, uh, with what you said, Scott. I would look for – if you're going to play overs, I would look at some of those uh, bench pieces. I mean, they don't have every player listed on FanDuel, but I mean I mean on uh, DraftKings, but I'm pretty sure if you shop around, some other books might have them. So. Name, name a player, and I'll tell you if they have them on Bet365. Um, Bridges. Nine and a half. Ingram. Ingram, I don't see. That's why I want it. I want Ingram because I think he'll come out and play. Uh, yeah, just, just some of those, like, wings because – I mean, Montenegro doesn't have a lot of big wings, so I'm looking at some of those bench wings to get some uh, run here. But I like Bridges over. Um, I like Vucevic over eight and a half rebounds. I mean, they don't have a lot of size, so he's going to have to do a lot of the rebounding. Um, Kendrick Kendrick Perry's averaging 13 and uh, uh, 13.3 points per game in the tournament, so he's he's lined at I think 13 and a half. Yeah. Uh, so I would look at him to go over. I think he's the only pretty much solid guard that they have. So um, just a few of those. And if you find any other USA players like under, you know, 
like the starting five, I think they're prone to go over because they're going to be playing a lot of um, bitch time because I think USA will blow them out in the first half. I got distracted right. by uh, Perry's name because every single name ends with an itch. And then you just have Perry at the end of it. <laughs> was he initially from Montenegro or is he just trying to get playing time? That's a good point. I don't know. I have no idea. But all yeah. I know is his name does not look anything else like the other players on the team. All right. I am. <laughs> I have. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> all right. So, there, you know, my player prop, I wanted to go a little bit off the board. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give out a little parlay because these are some these are some juice player props. So I, I felt a little bit better with a little bit parlay going here. I'm doing a blocks parlay, and so of course Jaron Jackson Jr. His blocks are listed at one and a half. He has two, two, and one in the three games that they played in the group stage. And I trust Jaron Jackson Jr. Like he's going to go and he's going to perform. And he's going to, that's what he's here on this team for to add them a little bit of defensive intensity and to be that big man for this team. So I'm taking his over one and a half blocks. Vucevic blocks are at a half. So you have Jaron Jackson Jr. at minus 170 for a one and a half. Vucevic is at a half at minus 185. Two really juice props, but Vucevic has gone over this in the first three games of group stage. He has two blocks. He has three blocks. He has one block. And so same opportunity here. The Team USA is going to be feeling themselves. They think that they're going to run the score. They are going to run the score up. But Vucevic is going to be able to swap one of them things away. So I'm going to take Vucevic blocks as well. I like both of those props. And uh, I, I could parlay those together and get a nice, decent price there. I also... Uh, I, I don't know, guys. I'm not really here. I don't even like taking the points props because it's just who do you know is going to be that person to go off? All these guys are talented. Uh, I assume Vucevic is probably going to score over because nobody's playing defense, but uh, anybody got a feel on Vucevic over 18 and a half and minus 135? I feel like Lont is leaning over because he's going to have to chuck a lot of shots on this team. And once again, it is the elimination round, so... There's no point in, like, pulling anybody. They're representing their country. They're probably just going to let everybody on the roster, the starters, kind of go out on their shield, so to speak. Like, I don't see anyone getting pulled for the sake of this. Do you? Final game of the tournament, if you lose, like, I I don't see them pulling the starters. Do you? No, not really. Uh, All right. Let's see here. I. Any any chance of a double double in this at all? Anybody gets the usage of being able to get a double double here? Vucevich is actually plus one twenty five for a double double. That's insane because nobody else is anything lower than plus five fifty. Well, one prop I am tempted by, which is going to be in rebounds, actually is going to involve Josh Hart, who is a very solid rebounding guard. He's been really, really good on the boards. Unfortunately, I don't see a prop line available on Bet three six five. I would have loved to have taken Josh Hart 10-plus rebounds. If you can find that somewhere, I'd take it. I think he had 12 uh-huh. last game. He's been really, really good on the glass. So I think Hart's in line for a good rebounding day. All right, let's move on to the next game of the slate here. And we have Lazio versus Spain. Spain is laying 11.5 points. 167 in is the total. Now, that's a WNBA total for you. 167 is the total in this one. Lante, I'm going to go back over to you. 
Spain's laying a little bit of a large number here, but I mean, lots of us, they still made it to the group stage. Is this, is this warranted? Is Spain somewhat close to the level of a team USA? They should be laying 11 and a half in the group in knockout stage. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, it's just two totally different teams. I mean, Spain is a big team and, um, Lot, uh, Latvia is small. I mean, they don't have a, a lot of big guys. I mean, they got the Bertans brothers. Um, Porzingis got injured. So yeah, right. So they're they're oh, pretty that much sounds the, sounds about right. Yeah, they're pretty much the stars of uh, of the um of the team. And you would think uh, Davis would be the better one, but his brother, I think it's Doris. He's actually been better. I mean, he's only played in one game. He had twenty points in that game. But I mean, they're a small team. Um, they're balanced though. They had a different leading score every game. Um, they do turn the ball over a lot. They had 20 turnovers versus France, 15 versus Canada. So they're going to have to turn that over. Um, Hernan Gomez, the bigs, I mean, they 33 and nine combined versus Ivory Coast, 37 and 14. Cruz? Yeah. 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 So um, 37 and 14 combined versus Iran. I mean, they had 17 offensive rebounds versus Ivory Coast, 12 versus Latvia, 13 versus Iran. So completely contrasted styles here. I think, I think Spain will pretty much beat him up on the inside with um, with Hernan Gomez with the Hernan Gomez big. So I kind of like Spain to to get it done here. Maybe maybe they can you know come out and a little bit be a little bit I guess stagnant early on. Uh, but I think they I think they pull away here. Just too much size. All right, Scott. I think I'm going to disagree. I don't feel great about it because I think Latvia is underrated. Their guard play has actually been pretty solid so far in this event. But you're not wrong about the lack of size. When you end up losing Porzingis and your leading rebounder is Kuruks, uh, shout out to the Nets legend, but he's not exactly a center. Uh, There are some issues with the rebounding. They have played, I mean, they've not played in a while, but back when Spain was still a serious powerhouse with the Gasol brothers and Rubio, etc., they played twice in qualifying, and a lot of you actually hung around. They lost both games by less than six points a couple of years ago, so I'm not sure if that means anything. But I think I am, and only to Latvia plus the points. I see Spain winning. I'm not picking the upset, but I do think that Spain's going to have a bit of a struggle in this matchup. It's a low total, and generally when you have a low total and you're getting double digits, it is pretty tempting to take the dog. But I've seen Latvia play a little bit in the tournament. They've been solid. They've won comfortably. Uh, again, they won against Lebanon. They beat France. I'm not. Sh- I'm assuming that's still a pretty good win because France was power ranked pretty highly. But Latvia had the insane comeback there in the fourth quarter where they won by two. They got buried by Canada. It happens. Canada's the second best team here. Spain has looked good in general. They've won every game by 18 plus points. But I do think this line, considering the fact that Spain has won each of the first three games by seven by uh, 18 plus it's only 11 and a half that feels very very trappy to me i'm gonna lean to latvia give me spain by like seven yeah i i think it's really that fourth quarter that's sitting on my mind against france or where i'm saying that latvia actually has a chance to cover this and this is a team of shooters like they go out there and they're they're putting up like a bunch of threes per game and if they get hot from the outside that's really really gonna make you sweat a minus 11 and a half here for spain not trying to take anything from this spain team but i think latvia in the knockout stage probably a little bit closer to spain than we want to give them credit for i'm with you scott i'm taking the 11 and a half here i, I like it I also want to point out that Spain played basically two buys in qualifying because they played Ivory Coast and Iran. 
those were two free wins. Like the, that yeah. was just a, a free. This is two. a test. This is probably their it's, best test. It's the best opponent they faced. Brazil's not bad. They were better back in the day with Verajao and Barbosa. They're long gone. Like Brazil's oh not gosh. as good as they used to be. But shout out to those guys. Uh, Brazilian Boer is still one of my all-time favorite nicknames for Barbosa. Barbosa but I am going to go with Latvia plus the points. Barbosa had an incredible, like, incredibly hard shot on 2K. Like, trying to, to get the green on his shot, incredibly hard. I hated shot Larry Bird's shot in 2K. Oh, I yeah. hated his shot rollies. All right. Do they have player props for this game, or is it just Team USA? <laughs> uh, no, Bet365 does. I just have to scroll and find it. Okay. So we got, oh, uh, my guy Santiago Dobbin plays for Spain. Forgot about yeah. him. Shout out. Yeah, they're on draft well, I gotta take I gotta take Bo Cruz over. I'm sorry. That's that's a hundred percent. I'm locked in on Bo Cruz over here. Just to make sure, Bo Cruz is Willie or is that Juancho? No, I thought it was Juancho. Is Juancho okay? He's at eleven and a half. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Juancho. I was asking because Willie's at fifteen and a half. I think you're right. I'm just making sure. I mean, let me just. Yep, it is Hancho. Okay. I, I know I was tripping. All right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so which player do you want to hear props from? Because I got points, rebounds. What do you want? Oh, go ahead. Go the okay. points. Points. Uh, so Willie's 15 and a half. Juancho's 11 and a half. Aldama's 10 and a half. Uh, Garuba, NBA player as well, is at eight and a half. If you want for Latvia, props too. Uh, Bertans, Davis Bertans is 10 and a half. And a bunch of other players that I really don't know too well. Uh, is his brother not up there? Uh, I only see. I don't see his brother. Only see, I only see Davies. Yeah. I am tempted yep, to Kuruk's rebounds though, because he's the leading rebounder on the team. They don't have uh-huh. any size. So if you're talking about once again Spain having that many centers and that much size, Kuruk's rebounds is at four and a half. Uh-huh. He's averaging six. They don't have any size at all. He had a double double last game. I'll take Kuruks at four and a half at minus one fifteen. Yeah, give me Bertans over ten and a half. Dave Davies Bertans over ten and a half for Lafayette. Uh minus one fifteen and Bo Cruz over ten and a half at minus one thirty five. Lante, what do you like? Uh Scott, do you see um threes made for play, like uh, Let me check. Unfortunately, I have to keep scrolling up and clicking, but yes, I do th- see threes made. Um, what is Bertans to make? Okay, uh, I think so it should, should be one and a half. on threes made is Davis is at two and a half. The overs plus one ten. Yeah, I, I like that. I think he'll be uh-huh. able to. I think he'll I be like able that. to expand that uh, that defense. I mean, they're going to be big. They're playing two seven footers. Um, Spain is so he'll be able to spread the floor. I think he'll make a couple of those. I mean, he's going to have to, um, especially. I don't know if his brother's playing or not, but he was the only other scorer. On the team, um, Smith is a small ball center, so I mean he'll probably get beasted around. So I like the Hernan Gomez um, boys to go over their rebounds. I think both of them have really good nights uh, on the glass or mornings, where whenever this game is played. I don't, I don't know, but uh, yeah, those are the only two I have. Aldama over ten and a half. I think Aldama's going to have a big game. Uh, do you so, see Zagers? Zagers threes up there? Uh, I see Zorix, not Zagers. Uh, so no. Uh, by the way, all these games. What's Zorix? uh, Zorix is one and a half. The overs plus one thirty-five. The unders minus one sixty-five. I'll take Zorix. Give me Zorix. By the way, just to be clear, all four of these games are taking place Friday morning. This game is at five forty-five a.m. Team USA is four forty a.m. Yes, I I thank you for clarifying that. Definitely don't want people locking in on Friday and the game's already over. These games are kicking off early, early, early. This is actually when Scott finally lays his head down to go to sleep. That's a huge (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, next game on the slate. We have Australia, a country that I would never, ever, ever, ever and the in continent. life go into. It's both. Yeah, it is a country and a continent. You're very much. I, I mean, just I don't know how. I I, I don't know how you can. It's so bad. It's every time you get on Twitter, you see something crazy. And I, just, I want to visit I Australia. So I, I won't I, go near the ocean. I will pray for but I'll you. Visit. I will pray for you, and hopefully you're Thank you. okay. I'll watch out for like ten alive. foot tall pythons. Oh yeah, and they they come down from the trees. Apparently, they I, leave the gutters into the trees. Yeah, that's how yeah, it's insane. It's actually insane. All right, Slovenia, six point dogs. Really, with Luca. I well, mean, that's kind of the point. It's it's one guy. <laughs> that's really that's what it comes down to. But yeah, Luca. So I think that the handicap here is pretty easy because Australia is actually a pretty solid team. I believe in the Olympics they placed third in the Olympics. And so yeah. the question here is can Luca score fifty and get the win here? I'll ask you this though. How many points does Luca actually need to score for them to win? Forty? 45? Yeah. Otherwise, they, they might get blown out. It's really it tough to pick underdogs in international play because the talent disparity is so noticeable. I did like China, though, this morning, and they actually beat Angola as they were like plus 300 or whatever. But Luka's at 31 and a half. So here's my, here's my thing. Luka is a petty individual. Like, he's super petty. And as I'm looking at who they played in the group stage, I don't believe he played any NBA players, like, at all. I'm almost positive. Yeah. I, don't oh, I mean, any Georgia, of these... Georgia has a couple. Okay. so But nobody he's, like, used to really matching up with in the NBA. No, but Georgia's got, at... like, Mamukashvili and a couple other guys, like Batadze. A couple of fringe NBA players are on Georgia. That's, but that's I'm, I'm looking here at Australia's team, who lost to Germany in group stage, by the way. And you have Patty Mills, Matisse Thibel, like Joe Ingles. Which green is this? Josh Green? Which green is this? Which Jay Green is this? Yeah, that's Josh Green from that's the, from the oh, yeah. oh, that's my guy. Look, yeah. like, bro, Luca is a petty individual. He's going to see all these NBA players on the other side be like, and this is like practice. This is like practice where the star says, oh, all right, bet. You got all four starters. I'm taking the backups. We're going here and winning the game. I'm on Slovenia plus six. I'm hammering this. I do not trust Australia. And I think Luca is going to be a petty individual and carry this team to, at the very least, a cover. So you're going for the Jimmy Butler practice. I got yep. I got 100%. The score, I have I got the, the scrubs and we're going to win. Yep. Okay. Uh, and I think that's how Luka handles this game. So I'm going Slovenia plus six. Scott, what do you like? So they did play in the Olympics back in 2021, and Australia did win by 14. Does it mean anything? Not really. I'm just throwing it out there. However, okay. that game did have 100. That game had 200 points on the dot. I like the over. I think this number, even though it might seem a little bit high at 178, I really don't think it is that high. Slovenia scored at least 88 points in every game of the group stage. Australia scored 109 points against Japan. They gave up 85 against Germany, so defensively this team could use some work. And they scored 98 against Finland. I like the over. I think this number is too low. Australia's got a lot of firepower. You mentioned a lot of three-point shooters that they have on the team. NBA caliber three-point shooters. 
Slovenia plays up tempo. Luka's going to do his thing. Unfortunately, Goran Dragic doesn't play for them anymore because I used to love that tandem. They got his brother. Mm-hmm. They got Zoran, who's not nearly as good as his brother, but still, I'm going to lean to the over. I think 178 feels a little bit low. Once again, they combined for 200 in the Olympics about two years ago. Give me the over in this one. I see a high-scoring game. Lance, what do you like? Yeah, I, I like the over, too. Uh, I think both teams are going to be able to get up and down. And the thing with uh, Slovenia is, I mean, they're going to go to the free throw line. They went to the free throw line 30-plus um, times in every single game. Really? So, I mean, Luka's lot- going to the foul line a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean, this is Luka's type of game. Like, the FIBA is where he thrives the most. I mean, thirty, he's 36-7-6, 34-10-6. 19-7-6 in, in the three games that he's played. So I, I obviously I mean, like the over 31.5, by the way, for the points on Luka. That's yeah, so, I mean, he, he's accustomed to, to doing it. I mean, they've won by 15, 21, and 17. Um, Australia, I, I will I, I like them to, to win the game and cover, but I will preface this with they haven't shot well from outside. Um, they're 30, 30% or less in two of the three games. So, I mean, if they're not hitting, it, it's going to be tough. But, like, Giddy. Mills, Thibel, Ingles, Exum, Josh Green. They I, I even forgot got to mention Giddy. Yeah, Giddy. Yeah, they got Dyson. They got Dyson Daniels on the bench. Oh, as I well. didn't even see Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy's up here. Yeah, I yeah, forgot so, to mention he's on the team. Um, oh man, that's brutal. and Mills has really been the star of the show. I mean, 25, 21, and then he had eleven. Um, he so always is. Yeah, he, he's, he's he's just like a, the FIBA. He's like the FIBA extreme. He he's that guy in the Olympic yeah. game. Was that he, against Slovenia? Yeah, I'm he, not sure. He's like. He's that guy that goes to the Olympic circuit, the FIBA circuit, and it's like, you know, the guy that does too much at the rec. Like, that's exactly what Patty Mills is here. So I, I'm I not I want to actually look up that Mills bucks. game because he had 40 yeah. in the Olympics, and that might have been against Slovenia, but I'm not sure if that was, or maybe that was against France. But I know Mills yeah, had 40 in one game. Yeah, well, while you look that game. up, while you look that up, I'm going to talk to people about Underdog Fantasy because Underdog's Best Ball Mania 4 tournament is here. You have till September 7th to draft your team and try to get a piece of that $15 million in total prizes. Everybody's playing for second because I'm winning the $3 million, but you have a chance to win $3 million. Unfortunately, I'm there and I'm going to take it all. Why don't you try to prove me wrong? Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app and use the sign-up code SGPN. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. The Patreon Pick'em is here for week one college football. Make sure you get in there because the prize is a cornhole board. Perfect for any college football tailgate. It is going to be a cornhole board. That is this week's contest. We also have the NFL win totals contest. Make sure you get into that. We also have the college football bankroll contest where you get double the payout if you're a patron member. So many good reasons to become a patron member. So please make sure you do a sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patron. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patron. Alrighty here. By the way, we were talking I about player props. It was the bronze medal game in the Olympics. Patty Mills had an Olympic record in the medal round, 42 points against Slovenia. So I was right. He had 42 this is a revenge spot of all revenge spots. You got to take Slovenia on the money line here. Just saying, Mills at 42 last time these teams played. Slovenia plus 210 on the money line. That, that, this is an ultimate revenge spot. They lost the bronze medal game in the Olympics. This is an ultimate revenge spot. You can knock Australia out. And they're I worse. I still like the over. So, yeah, I like the over too. All right, player props. 
Scott said he likes Luca over 31 and a half. How the I hell assume... am I not taking Luca on the what's he averaging again? 36? Like well, I mean he's gonna she's gonna chuck the ball every possession. We also have uh and it's the fact that his ISO is so good. Like yeah. <laughs> and so Patty Mills 18 and a half. It sounds like we're on over there. Everybody... I don't know, because I am wondering if Slovenia is gonna try to stop him from going nuts after what happened last time. And as Lonte said, the team has not nuts? shot the ball well besides Mills. Do you stop anybody from going nuts in this in here? Nothing I'm not sure if league? Slovenia can, but I'm wondering game plan wise who they focus on. Well, if they focus on him, that opens things up for Josh Giddy. Yeah. And Josh Giddy shoots the ball better. I'm 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 staring at half a three for Josh Giddy at minus one twenty five, and just thinking about the attention that Patty Mills is going to command, I really want to come down on this half a three with Josh Giddy. I'm actually am. I'm calling for it. Half a three. Josh Giddy minus one twenty five. He shoots. He's been shooting the ball way better last season, and that probably carries over here. I'm looking at Giddy assists. I'm just trying to see if I could find the number for it, but I can see I have Giddy six and a half. Assist. Six and a half at minus one fifty five. I mean, it's juiced, but I, I can see Giddy going for like eight or nine assists here. I like the over, so I think Australia is scoring ninety plus points. I like your thoughts on Patty Mills, so I'll take Patty Mills over four and a half assists at even money. That's my last one. Lance, what do you like? Uh, I don't like any props in this game, actually. Dang. Not even Luca? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think he's on Australia minus the points. Yeah, I think they get buried, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that Patty Mills assist play is good. Give me Patty Mills. You see Giddy PRA or PR? Anything? Any combo? 29 and a half for PRA. Yeah, I'll look over there. I'll play over there just so I have at least one. And uh, oh yeah, Scott. I'm sorry. Uh, for Pillage, for um, for Slovenia, what is he lined at? Anything under like 14 and a half? 15? Oh, so you want points? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Which player did you say? Uh, Propelich. I don't know his first name. Well, I don't 13 know and a half minus yeah. 135. Damn. Yes. I see 13 uh, and a half minus 130 on bet 365. That's kind of juice, but yeah, I, I like that. He's averaging about 16. He's he's the only other player who can get. And create a shot for himself on the wing. Um, he, he's pretty good outside of Luca on those uh, those high pick and rolls. Luca usually finds him um, extended corner and he can knock it down. So I, I like him to go over that thirteen and a half. So all like, right, so. let's move on to our last game. We're going to talk about here, and Brazil is playing against Team Canada. Canada's laying nineteen one seventy nine and a half here. I mean, this is the this is the only team that could rival Team USA. I feel like the yep. only team that can completely rival Team USA, and they've been dominating in the group stage. They look all the all the bit that they could. I, I mean, is anybody anybody at all willing to back Brazil here? I am going to throw it out there. They did face off in the FIBA America Cup last year, and Brazil actually won by ten points. If you want to throw that out there, does it mean anything? I don't know, but Brazil did win the last meeting. They actually faced off twice in the America Cup in the same tournament, about eight days apart. Brazil won both times. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I, I like think Brazil's going to kill them in this game, but uh, just for the record, Brazil did win both meetings last year. Yeah, I like Brazil first uh, first half plus team. Love it actually. Well, Canada okay. got off to a slow start against it was Latvia. They got outscored. Yeah, forty three, forty two, and in, in the other game, they uh, forgot the team. Forty three, forty was the score. And against I mean, they, France, they actually trailed in the first. You might be onto something for Brazil. Yeah, first holy quarter. crap! 
It's kind of funny because they won both those games by 26 plus points, but they trailed after a quarter. Yeah, they usually have. They usually start slow. Uh, they get in a rhythm. Um, I think all of these games are going to be, I guess, a little bit more high level, a little bit more tense. So I think you know unders will will cash early on. So maybe look at some first half unders. But I do like. I was just Brazil. about to say that. Give me the first half under ninety and a half from just what you guys said just there and the thought process of if it's a close game, it probably going under. It sounds like they've been in that forty range. But even if it's a blowout, I still don't think they like. Either Canada locks down defensively or and start blows them out, or this is a close game. Either way, 90 and a half feels like too many points. I, I like that first half under. I just have yeah. such a problem with Brazil losing to, by 18 to Spain because I think Canada is much better than Spain. And Brazil didn't even look that great against Ivory Coast the game after. They won by 12. Ivory Coast isn't a great basketball team by any means. I think Canada wins by 20 plus, just simply put. Uh, you can argue maybe you can get a better number live if Brazil jumps out to a lead in the first quarter, which maybe you can get that down to 15, maybe at some point during the game. I think Canada's going to roll in the second half. Yeah, I mean, they, they uh, Brazil, they kept it close for three quarters with um, with Spain. I mean, they got outscored 32-19 in, yeah. in the fourth quarter, so that'll do it. Um, I, I mean, Raul Neto is their only NBA player. Um, is he even on an NBA roster still or no? Neto was on Cleveland last year, I think. Okay, yeah, so he's the only NBA player that they have. So obviously they're going to be lack of talent um, there. But one hey, thing he's about, still on Cleveland. Yeah, one thing about Brazil, man, they dominated on the glass. They had 42 rebounds versus Iran, 38 versus Spain, 43 versus Ivory Coast. So they're going to be cleaning up on the glass. And Canada's roster isn't as big. I mean, they got Edie, but he he comes off the bench, and he I think he's played like a total of like eight minutes in the three games. So he hasn't played a lot. Um Yes, I think Brazil. I think Brazil might be live here. To be honest with you, um, they, they'll keep. I think they'll keep it close. I just I like their I like their point guard, um, Yago Matuas. He's really really solid point guard. I think he's orchestrated really well. Um, I mean, they just they don't have a lot of talent. So just take that with a grain of salt. But I do love him in the first in the first half. All right, player props. Uh, do you see anything for Yago, um, Scott? Points, I see 13 and a half overs minus 125. What is he? Uh, points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, let me check. I got to scroll. Uh, 22 and a half minus 115 on DraftKings. Yeah, I uh, like let me that. see he's, if I can find anything else. He, he's uh, been over that two or three games. I see 22 and a half at minus 115. Yeah, so he, he had 24 and 12. Uh, versus Ivory Coast, 14, 4, and 6 versus Spain, 14 and 6 versus Iran. Uh, like I said, man, really good point guard. Uh, he can orchestrate the show. He, he won't be um, intimidated by the defense of Brooks or um, whoever else they put on him. I'm not sure he's not really that good of a defender, but I think he'll be RJ, fine there. Uh, yeah, maybe RJ for some length. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. But uh, outside of that, I think Yago's going to have a, a solid game here. It's easy what I'm doing. I ain't even got to think about it. Yeah, like, come on now. What? It's a 23-and-a-half. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Shea, and P- Shea playing basketball, I'm going to take him over 23-and-a-half regardless. I don't care what league it's in. Give me Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 23-and-a-half points, minus 115. I'm Scott. tempted by the petty play of Dylan Brooks under 8-and-a-half. Just because I can't visualize <laughs> any shot he takes actually going through the hoop. What is has he been scoring? Uh, I think he's been okay for the most part. Yeah, he's been, he's he's mostly been, he's a defensive been okay. guy. Yeah, but he's been okay offensively. He's, he's not taking fun. a lot of shots. He's he's been yeah. he's been doing all right. He knows his role, so he's not gonna 
he, I mean, I can't even say he knows his role because that's saying a lot. Because he, he was a chucker in the NBA uh, last year. But he has been taking less shots on this team. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I, I think that's all I'm looking towards in this one. I kind of like right. Linux. Maybe PRA. Because I know that Lante mentioned Brazil's got a lot of size, but... Olenek is one of Canada's main centers because ED doesn't play. I think Olenek's a decent look for PRA. Okay. Maybe, do we have a... a, Oh, no. It's no single double-double prop here. You got to SGP it. Or at least, like, his rebounds over five and a half. I mean, that feels a little conservative for the most part. All right. Let's get into it. Lock and dog for this FIBA slate. And you can pull, if you have a play from the other four games that we didn't talk about, you can pull from there too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to limit you. Lante, I'm going to let you go first, sir. What you got? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep it simple. I like Australia to minus a six to, um, to move on and beat Slovenia. Um, I just think that they're just over, they're just more talented than, than they are to, they have more, uh, continuity, uh, yeah, I mean it's pretty much Luca or Bus. It's, I mean he's used to it. He plays for the Mavericks, so he's pretty he's pretty much used to it. Um, so I think Australia buries him by by double digits. So I like Australia minus the six. For the dog, I'm going first half. I'm taking um, I'm taking who am I taking? Brazil, Brazil. plus ten. Um, I, I might sprinkle on the money line. It's not a dog. It's not a dog. Uh, well, plus well, plus what ten is, is minus one is minus one just ten. Take it's the not first a first quarter money line and get it over with. No, nah, well, no, no. He's trying to I'll cheat us first, here. I'll take the first. I'll take the first half money line. That's what I meant. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I'll say here like plus ten yeah. is not a dog. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah, I, I got it wrote down in my notes wrong. Um, first half money Jesus line. Jesus Christ, that's five seventy five. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. First half it. money. Nope, I'm, I love spr- it. I'm sprinkling yeah. on the on the full game money line as well. Okay. All right. Wow. Big upset for the Lance here. Sprinkle on the full game money line. All right. I am. I mean, come on, guys. This is really easy. Lock. Team USA minus 25. I'm not even. I'm not going to play games here. Lock. Team USA minus 25. For my dog. This is the ultimate revenge game. I think the Lance is crazy. This is the ultimate revenge game. You lost the third. The the You didn't medal in the Olympics because of this team. Because of this team, you did not medal in the Olympics. Like, the Olympics is the hierarchy of all international basketball. And you did not medal there because of this team. This is the ultimate revenge spot. Give me Slovenia plus 210 on the money line. They get it done. Scott, over to you. All right, so I'm going to go with the most public play possible. I'm going to join Terrell. Give me Team USA minus 25. I, I really can't go against it. Montenegro got buried by Lithuania. No offense to Lithuania, I believe they're still a top five, top ten team internationally. Team USA is one. Like, if you lose by 20 and you give up 91 points to Lithuania, you're probably going to give up 105 plus to Team USA, and you're probably going to lose. I I think Team USA wins this game by 30, so give me Team USA minus 25 as my lock. For my dog, I think I'm actually going to go back to a prop I mentioned before. Kuruk's 10 plus rebounds is 16 to 1. But I'm going to go with seven plus rebounds. I see seven plus rebounds at plus 330 on Bet365. (laughs) I'm a fan of it. As a Nets fan, he was not very good with my team. Having said that, they got killed by Canada last game out. They lost the game by 30. And yet, I mean by 26. And yet he still had double-digit rebounds. 
So you, we talked about before how Spain has a lot of size and how Lithuania cannot really match up with the size. But you're looking at the rebounds, and he had 10 rebounds. Like I think that when you're looking at who's going to have to step up and rebound with Porzingis being out, it's probably Kuruks. Give me the seven plus rebounds at plus 330. All right. Yo, it's some juicy dogs on the episode here today. Uh, Lance, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Nah, let's go Brazil. All right, Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Team USA by 40. And very much, I, I think I have to I have to take the juice line of that. But here we are, six people in the stream on your way out. Go like the video. Oh, well, now it's four. You didn't even give me a chance to say go like the video. Go like the video on your way out. Well, uh, thanks a lot to people that left before I even got through the rest of my spill. And for everybody that's catching this, wherever you get your podcast, whether you're getting it later on YouTube or you're getting it on wherever, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. Drop us a five-star review. Drop us a, a good thing, bad thing. I don't care what you say in the review, but leave five stars for the NBA Gambling Podcast. It was good to be back. Good to see you gentlemen again. And I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. Go Team USA. Duh. Ba-da-ba-da.